hail and welcome witches from the house of odd odd thank you so much for stopping in tonight i appreciate you coming in and spending a moment with us why don't you go ahead and grab yourself some coffee it's over there um sit and be comfy because we're gonna talk about you guessed it darknesses particularly our own darknesses um now funny thing you know being a reiki master is you expect to you know be white light fluffy buddy oh everything is gonna be no 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 that's not what happens here i have discovered as a healer that you betcha Mm-hmm. The subject matter isn't necessarily the light that you are working with, although that you do study that. Um, the real subject matter that you shine that light upon, mm-hmm. yeah, you get it. Darkness. Particularly the ones that like to hide within us, ourselves. Eek! Right? So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk a little bit about why all of this self-help sort of thing is, I think, a good thing in the craft and why we are not seeing like every little nitty gritty, deep, dark magic piece that every single practitioner does. We're also going to have the opportunity to sit down and do some open monitoring where we get to take note of that background tape that's running in our head because if we don't know about it we don't get the opportunity to make changes that could be more desirable now uh, i'm yeah wow the build up to like trying to even record some of this this has been absolutely crazy me, Gemini, Mercury retrograde, running backward. Oh my god. And yeah, he is like bolting backward. The dude is booking it. Man, I'm telling you. Mercury. Wow. <sighs> well, I hope all of you are having a wonderful evening. And with all of that being said, let's get right to it. So apparently Mercury going backwards has been having a little bit of fun with me tonight. Yay! Well, I can tell you about the production it took me to even get to the microphone. But we're not going to go there because it's just embarrassing. When I did finally step up to the microphone, my computer decided that, oh, we can't connect to the microphone now. Oh, no! So I was like, okay, fine, disconnect, reconnect. Here we are. We're talking, supposedly recording. See how this goes. So one of the things that, you know, is true, we have been seeing a whole lot of self-help sort of things go on to the internet as far as witchcraft is concerned lately. Um... And to be honest with you, I'm kind of glad for that because a solid 
you know, grounding and centering and, you know, mental health check and taking care of your mental health sort of thing for any witch to do or any person to do, I think is a good cornerstone of solid magic. You know, know what you really want, right? Now, I, I do, and I did, I did see this come up today on one of the platforms I was going through, but you know, there was a witch saying, how about we just get down to like doing witchcraft instead of talking about, you know, you know, the whole self-help thing. It just seems to me that every tradition is like, you know, overloaded with it, overburdened. Or I, I don't even remember the exact wording. <coughs> and I remember this being a conversation about 10 years ago as well. Um, the truth is, and I, I know that we're saying this again, is that I don't think there's a single one of us on social media who shows every single aspect of their practice. And it's not out necessarily out of, you know, safeguarding or, or um, gatekeeping, so to speak. It's just, I mean, personally, if I were to be taking pictures of every magic thing I would, I do, you know, throughout the day or throughout the year or throughout the week, I wouldn't have time to do anything else. I just wouldn't, you know, I, and it's, you know, no, no, that's not, I don't think that's ever going to happen. I think what's going on is that there are some elders out there who are sharing some, you know, best practices as, you know, any, any good coach would in any kind of work, you know, situation. And, you know, one of these things about these practices that I have found with good centering and grounding is that those are the moments where you find those deeply personal practices you know, you could be, you know, you can take any spell out of a spell book and make it work as is directly the way that it is, but there's nothing quite like being able to take a look at that and put a personal tweak on that and make it a little bit more, mm, this is me, I'm asking for this, right? Well you only really get those moments, those little aha personal moments, if you actually take the time to go dig in yourself. Oh. Okay. Yeah, sometimes when we're digging in ourselves, we don't like what we see. That's okay. It's a thing. Going to be doing this your entire life. It's part of the shadow work demon work that, you know, we've all been buzzing about, right? Now, that's kind of what brings us to the real subject tonight. We're going to be talking about examining your own darkness. Now, as a healer, and there are lots of you out there, lots of really great ones out there, um, and they're all got their own techniques, but I think 
any of them would probably agree with this one statement as a healer while we work and we radiate light the real subject matter that we are working with is darkness you know the ironic truth of being a healer in 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 the overabundance of cases is the fact that they themselves have had some sort of trauma previously you know it's like we hear things even in mythology about you know chiron the wounded healer etc right but that's i think what the truth is it's like as light workers as reiki healers as energy healers as shamans you find the truth in that darkness And the best place to start with any of that kind of practice is you, inside. You should probably know what's in there. The tool I like in my box for that is what I call open monitoring. Now, I do this because I like to know what my brain is up to. I have been through a whole bunch of fun garbage and my brain says a whole bunch of fun things to me at times. And I kind of like to know what are you really doing in the background over there while you think I'm not listening. So I will literally set myself up in a meditative place that, you know, I have previously established and I go back repeatedly to do this and um, it's kind of like a temple room but it's a demon room for me because this is where I bring all the demons for interviews long story we'll get into it but not today Um, but the first step in this particular process is just listening don't judge don't have any preconceptions don't just let it be what is that brain saying what's that demon saying what's that shadow screaming about okay just listen take note because these are the things that are subconsciously running in the background of your head and if you don't know about it the reason why it's important to do this is because you if you don't know about these things running in the back of your head, then you don't have the opportunity to make adjustments if you don't like it. Or even if you do like it, maybe you found a way to make that positive talk running in the background there. I hope you find it um, better. Um, And the reason why you don't want to cast any judgment on this, because, hey, this is you, first of all. Second is because if you start casting judgment and showing biases and having negative reactions to these pieces of you, it's less likely that while you are doing open monitoring that they would be willing to step forward. You know, who who wants to be, like, judged? wants to be like, oh, you're so bad and you're so evil. 
come show yourself to me so I can poke you with cookies, right? Uh, I I don't I don't care what you're gonna poke me with, dude. No. But that's sort that's sort of the the playing field that that you're working with. Now, later down the road, we're gonna talk about naming these things and interviewing them. But right now, you just kind of want to know what they are, and you want to think about. How can these things be adjusted? But that's after you figure out what's going on in your head. The most important thing right now is to figure out what that background tape running in the back of your head is. Because that's the first piece of darkness you have to dismantle within yourself. Because your darknesses bother other people. And other people's, have you ever walked into a room, never meeting somebody, and you just, you're instantly bristling? It's because your demons don't get along. Most likely. Either that or he's a serial killer and he's just hiding in it. But anyway, like, oh yeah, wow. Look at that PTSD, zero to 60 and 2.5, right? Okay. But you know what I mean? So, open monitoring. Okay. How would you set that up for yourself? The way that I've set it up for me is I go into a place that I consider to be safe, meditatively speaking. Um, If you've ever heard about astral temples or even um, potentially path working. Um, A lot of times these kinds of exercises will have you set up like a safe space or a temple or something. And that's pretty much what you should probably do before you do like any kind of serious shadow work or serious demon work. It's just set up a really safe space emotionally and psychologically and even physically for you to do this. But for me, I go into fairy and I set up prior to all of this, a room within that fairy temple to examine my quote unquote inner demons, right? It's got a circle on everything. Um, it has different modes of operation. First of all, it has, you know, open monitoring where I'm listening, Um, and then it has like an, you know, kind of like an, you know, tea and cookies interview sort of thing where, you know, me and my demon get together and we, we, you know, negotiate, um, you know, certain terms, um, et cetera, that sort of thing. So you'll, you know, be creative. You'll be able to do these things best if you're not following a formula, but following something that makes sense to you. That's probably one of the biggest lessons I learned from Bruce Lee is not to worry too much about the rigid structure of tradition, but to take what works and apply it. So I ask you to do the same. 
I hope that makes sense. Now, when you are done with this open monitor process, definitely, you know, write down any insights, any things that, you know, you heard, you saw, you know, at that point in time, that's when you can start being the critical thinker. It's like, okay, well, maybe, you know, this and this and, and, and then start making connections to maybe um, traumas and triggers. You know, sometimes, you know, something will happen in our life here that'll, you know, trigger one of our demons to, you know, act up and say, hey, 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 that could be happening. So try to, you know, don't judge, but no, don't, yeah, make connections is what you want to do during this because judging yourself is really not going to help you. Um, <clears throat> but here's where you want to you know, definitely write it down and, and make connections. It's like, okay, did something happen that potentially is running this, this quote unquote tape? And is there something that I can do that can replace this tape? That sort of thing. And once you figure out how to replace that tape, new behaviors start to emerge, new magics, new practices, new, a whole bunch of things start happening. Hmm. Life, growth. Ooh. I think this is what they mean about taking that shit and turning it into fertilizer, guys. Maybe. Oh, I don't know. It's a process. It's one that works for a lot of people, maybe not for everybody. And it can't necessarily hurt to try. Because I think being aware of yourself helps you help other people who are struggling in that area, maybe, or just going through a rough time because it's, it's easy to go through life and be angry about stuff. But once you start to ground and center, somebody's bad day doesn't necessarily have to be yours. I am going to set up an opportunity for us to do an open monitoring. I hope that this has been helpful. You have a wonderful evening. go ahead and do an open monitoring. I am going to go ahead and take you into the liminal space that I practice this in. 
do be mindful it is ruled over by Akate. But it is a quasi fairy place. It goes through a fairy door, but it lives kind of in a liminal space in between. You are going to want to go ahead and make yourself comfortable. Find a nice, quiet spot where you can sit down comfortably or you can lay down and be and be at rest, be at peace. And just really make yourself comfortable in your situation, whether it be sitting or laying down. Now the first thing that you're going to want to do is just take a few deep breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth, let your body relax. As you deeply breathe in all the way down into your belly. I want you to visualize that your crown chakra a blue mist and I want you to let this mist fall down into you it's cool it's refreshing and everything it touches it relaxes this is blue fire energy. This is energy that comes directly from the fairy realm. Let it fall down into your crown chakra, down further into your forehead. Let it filter down into your jaw your throat, down into your shoulders, past your scapula, into your chest and abdomen, and spreading out into your arms and legs, let all of these things relax. Be mindful of your breath, gently in, gently out, preferably to a count of four. And in your mind's eye, I want you to see yourself surrounded by mist so thick that you cannot see your hand if you were to put it before your face. And I want you to trust your gut and follow its pull. It'll lead you down a path. And as you step forward on this path, you notice the mist becomes thinner with each step and reveals more and more of a very old, rose forest 
and you walk a while enjoying the sounds, the smells, the light, the shadows. And then you notice there's a fork. You go left. As you go down the left path, you see that it opens to a meadow. And in this meadow, there's a hillock in the center. And you wonder, you walk up to this hillock and you walk around the other end and there is indeed a door. You open that door and you go inside and close it behind you. You take a moment to allow your eyes to adjust to the darkness. And when you have adjusted to the light that is there, you see that this is a staircase going down. It's a very old staircase made of stone. Thousands of feet before yours have walked this case. And thousands will walk behind you. go down these steps and you find yourself at another fork, one with the doorway before you. We are not going to go through this door. You are going to turn left and you'll notice that there's a door with your personal sigil on it. It's in a circle. And in this circle is the name of every god and goddess that you believe in and pay homage to written in runes. You put your hand on this door and it opens. And inside this door is another circle with a cushion in the middle. It is yours. You close the door and you take your seat. You find yourself comfortable. It's familiar somehow. And you can see that the circle has closed itself around you and is glowing gently blue. Here you are safe. And here we are going to take a moment to just listen. Just listen to what may be happening and what kind of talk is happening inside. 
This is not a one-time shot. It is a process, a slow unveiling of yourself. Take note of what you bore witness to. Do not judge, do not calculate, but think your darkness for feeling safe enough to reveal itself to you. knowledge of what it is will help you grow. Take a deep breath and say your thanks. And you notice that the circle has come down and you feel drawn back. So you come the way you came, you leave the way you came. Back through the door, back up the stairs, back through the fairy door, and into the night sky with fresh dew. You close the fairy door, you go back down the path, and into the mist. And back into you. And when you are ready, 
take a deep breath and open your eyes and come back to your life. so much for stopping in the house of odd i hope that this episode has given you some valuable ideas on how you can go ahead and listen to the background tape whether it be positive negative or whatever it is running in your head and i hope that gives you extra tools in your little box to bring forth strong and deep personal magics to bring joy to your life. As per usual, you can go ahead and email me should you have any questions, concerns, or rotten tomatoes you would like to throw at somethingoddly at gmail.com You can follow my random madnesses on Instagram at Mrs. Oddly. Um, I'm really, truly, it kind of is random madnesses that you'll see, you know, just some of the magics that I do earlier. Um, you know, we talked about how not everything we do is, you know, there, but you know, there's, there's some, there are clues and some of it is presented without comment on what it really is. Um, I do hope that you have a wonderful midnight oot and dawn, and I will see you soon. Take care. To the witch game! <laughs>